Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Either save more money or stop stressing about it, exclamation point. <laughs> I felt it needed an exclamation mark there, Dallas. You didn't, uh, you didn't put one there. Thanks, thanks, Michael. The, the exclamation, topic, but, the exclamation um, mark really makes it sound like a, a real rah-rah sort of self-help sort of title thing. But um, yeah, thanks, Matt. The, the, the concept here, um, we see people across the, the spectrum of financial situation and also across the broad spectrum of how much they worry about money. So mm. what got me thinking about this, there are some people who stress a lot about money, will think a lot about money and worry about it, and there are some people who just do not pay any attention to it at all, don't even give it a thought. Mm. And I think, so the people who don't worry about it or think about it or stress about it or pay any attention to money they might not end up in a good financial position, but at least they've got they've got something out of it. They've they don't carry live, the worry. They of don't it. carry the worry of it. They've they've managed to get, you know. Again, we've talked about this in the extreme of if you started work at twenty and you just spend everything you earned through till you're sixty five, and then you you didn't have enough money in your super and you ran out in five years, you'd get to seventy, and then all of a sudden you'd have a lot of stress about mm-hmm. it, or maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but but at least you've got from twenty through to seventy with stress free. Uh, life, whereas yeah, the the other the other end of the spectrum is if you if you do think about it and you do worry about it or you do like to plan for the future, if you the earlier you get started, the the more that you you sort of get on top of it, the less that you actually have to stress about it because it's just something that sort of happens and it rolls along and you you can you're making fine adjustments the whole way through and obviously you can't ever go back in time and change what you did in the past. So from wherever you are now. I guess the, the point is if, if you're 55 and you go, okay, well, I want to be in this position in 10 years' time, you, you, have, the, you have the opportunity to, to make changes, to save more money, to do whatever you need to do to get set up for retirement. Or you also have the choice to just not do that and just, and just not think about it, not worry about it at all and, and just end up where you end up at age 65 and don't, don't give it another thought until, until you run out of money you know, when, you, when you're 75. Which is, which is a valid option. You can just do that. What I actually think is that option makes more sense to me than if you were to say, right, I'm 55, I'm going to stress about it and I'm going to worry about it and, and sort of let it keep me up, but I'm actually not going to do anything about it. Because if you do that, you get the worst of both worlds. You, you don't actually end up in a better position. So you don't, you're not minimizing, you're not reducing your stress in the future. But you're not even getting to live stress-free and, and worry-free and, and enjoy it now. You kind of are. You're sort of at this middle point where you're not getting any of the benefits of either of those 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 strategies. And we joke about it, don't we? We say maybe the first class of person, the person that never thinks about money yeah. and just spends money willy-nilly. Maybe, maybe they've got it all worked out. Right. Maybe we're maybe they, right. They, they, yeah, maybe no. maybe, oh, yeah. maybe that's the answer. That's um, exactly it's not right. our answer, no. of course. And no. and if you're listening, it's probably we assume it's probably not your answer either. Yeah. And we don't think it's the right answer. No. However, um, it, it, it does. what you're saying is that 
you're in no man's land if you're in the middle here. Yeah. If you're if you're thinking about um, if you're stressing about it yeah. and you think I should be saving more, I should be saving more, but you're not actually doing that, or you're yeah. not putting money yeah. into your superannuation fund. If you're not actually doing that, yeah. Um, you, you're better off being at 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 either end of that yeah. extreme where yeah. um, you're not doing it, so don't stress about it. Yeah. Don't give it another thought. Yeah. Um, or if you are doing it, yeah. Then, then then you're probably not going to stress too much about because it because you're actually you're doing on track. It. You're yeah. on track. I mean, the the best analogy that that I think of with this is is um, is our weight. So, I'd say probably most people think about their their weight or their diet or you know their health and are they doing what they need to be doing. And again, at either end of the spectrum, you've got some people who are who are fit and healthy and they are taking active steps to to you know watch their weight and you know maybe drop a couple of kilos and and maintain their fitness and maintain flexibility and strength and all those sorts of things throughout their life and and they don't really probably stress about money because they know that they're that they're doing everything they need to and then you get other people who just eat drink and be merry and have, have a fat old time and again they're probably yeah they might not be the healthiest over the long term but at least they get to enjoy the enjoy the finer things in life while they're while they're on the way through the middle ground is, you know, when you, if you're someone who who wants to eat and drink and and do these things, but but then if every time you do it you feel guilty about it and you mm. don't and you don't actually enjoy it and you you don't you know you you eat food that you probably shouldn't and then feel guilty about it for two days but then eat something else that you probably shouldn't. That's again that that same sort of analysis. It's really how you think about these things that that makes a big difference. If if you are, you know. If if you're going to try and if you're going to not make that difference or make that changes over the course of your life, then just lean into it and just go, okay, well, I'm just going to enjoy myself, and if I put on some weight, I put on some weight, and and that's kind of okay. And I think, I mean, the health one is interesting because you'd probably find that the people who just don't stress about it probably have better health health outcomes than the person who still does all the eating and drinking but then stresses about it because they've also got the extra. Mm. The extra physical, the burden of the of the stressing about it. Mm. Yeah, like a, a valid points again. Do you, do you <laughs> you're a deep thinker about some of these things. Like, oh, this never, this would never occur to me to uh, um, to to. Well, I, I think there's um. I, I, yeah, I, I just I see it in in a lot of things in in our in our life where, and we've talked about this before where. Everyone, I, know, I read this once about psychologists. People go to a psychologist and they either need to be loosened or tightened. Is, is every, all the psychology boils down to those two things. And I might have completely made that up, and it, but it sounds good to me. And I think the same thing applies to people going to their financial advisor where I don't know what the percentage is, but a portion of people come to us and they sort of need to be switched on a bit and said, hey, like you need to be saving more. You're not doing enough. You, you need to... And the, every six months, the conversation is is often us saying, hey, you need to be doing more, you need to be doing more. But there's there's a, another class of people that constantly feel as though they should be saving more. And I think I'm, I'm definitely in, in this category of mm. I probably worry more about money and about the future than than what I should. And, mm. and it, it's still, it's kind of one of those things where just because you've ticked the box of doing, there's sort of two parts to the puzzle. There's doing the things that you need to do and then there's, your your mindset around that and and making sure that 
if you are going to if you're going to if you're doing everything that you need to do then that's fine you you can really switch off and and enjoy it then and that's I think a big well, part. Well, you of, should. You, you should. should. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What we what we try and do with with people, and I, you would have had this conversation with a lot of people, where they're, they're putting enough. We've calculated, you know, they need to put six hundred dollars a fortnight into super, or, or pay this much off their home loan, or whatever, and they're chugging along and doing it, doing it on, on their ear, and they've been doing it for three years, and they're on track, and everything's ticking a box. And I think there's some, whether it's Catholic guilt or something, that kicks in where people go. Yeah, I, I feel like I should be saving more money. And you, you look, and from our end, we're looking at the numbers, going, "Hey, you, you're bang on track. You're doing everything that you said you you're on track to be where you said you needed to be. You're doing everything you need to. You know, whatever's left over, just enjoy yourself. Go and go and spend that money, but but do it sort of guilt free. So, it's kind of one of those things where, even even for people that are that are saving the amount of money that they they need to, that are doing all the things they need to, I think there's still a component where it's easy to get caught up in just stressing about it because that's a habit that you've built up over a lot of years is stressing about money. But I, I think that probably takes a psychologist more than more than me to understand how to explain to those people that that you you you're doing everything you need to. It's all on track. And I think, I mean, we I think we give those people a lot of peace of mind just from their regular reviews with them, saying, "Hey, you're doing everything's going on great. Thumbs up. Just keep keep doing what you're doing." I think it's a relief for those people because they don't then feel like they probably should be doing more mm. but for the other people where we're saying hey you need to be saving more money or you need to you know you probably should be doing this rather than this they've really got a choice to make there of either either do what we do what we recommend or we'll do what they know they probably need to do or just or just decide that okay well, we're not going to be where we need to be in future but mm. there's just no point stressing about it because mm. we're not willing to do the the things now to make those changes but mm. yeah like we've said we often joke about that those people who aren't doing what they, what we think they should be doing, maybe they're maybe they're right. Maybe they maybe they're going to be happier and, and more stress free than than us over the next forty years. But I know for a fact that I couldn't do it. So I couldn't just mm. choose to not think about the future and not worry about where I'm going to be or, or plan. So if I decided, oh, I'm just not going to think about it, it just wouldn't work. I'm going to think about it anyway. So I might as well. Have a plan. Have a have a process that I follow. This is how much I save. This is how I do it. And that way, any time that I find myself starting to stress about it or starting to worry about it, I can just switch that off a bit and say, "Well, I know that I'm on track. I know that I'm doing what I need to do." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like you said, if you're listening to if you're listening to a podcast about retirement planning, you probably are in in that category. You're not going to be able to just switch off. So, if that's the case, you might as well. Come up with a plan, stick to it, do what you need to do, so that then, at least the the, the other three hundred and sixty four days of the year, when you're not worrying about, when you're not thinking about your retirement plan, you you can try and just not pay any attention to it and just not stress about it. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a good point, and and for me, um, one of the most dis- dissatisfying things that I that I see is wasted potential. What mm. I what I refer to as wasted potential, and 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 that's that's people on. Um, what's perceived to be quite good incomes, and they're not putting anything away. On, they're not putting away as much as they should be. Yeah. Um, look, I'm all for the balance in life, yeah. and I'm all for for yeah. putting money away in, 
uh, for the future, but spending some now as well and having a good time now. But yep. but you see some people that just you know, waste their potential, and that that's what worries me yeah. about money and- uh, <laughs> is wasted potential. I would hate to yeah. look back over the course of any period of time I think I uh, for my own, for for my <laughs> own finances and say I've wasted some potential there. Yeah, um, yep. because I haven't I haven't I yep. haven't done what I should be doing there. And and I think that's a good point that it it. Um, you know, it's not just around, um, you know, the, the the saving of money. Like I, I've got new clients uh, that have that had a went to a, a planner, uh, I think five or six years ago, and basically they're given bad advice, and so they're now they haven't actually lost any money, but they haven't gone anywhere for five years, and and they've done everything right that the advisor has told them, and so they haven't necessarily lost money, but they've lost time, and so. You know, that was we had this discussion a couple of days ago about basically I had to say you know you you went to do the right thing five years ago you you tried to be on track yes you could have been in a better position right now than than what you are and we can't go back in time here's where we are we can't control anything that has come before us all we can do is get on track get on a plan that's going to put you where you want to be over the next ten and and for them they are they are able to do all that so. But it was really interesting with, as a couple. The, the husband was really had struggled to put it out of his mind. And it's only now that we've got a plan and that they're going to be progressing to, to where they need to be that he's able to go, okay, well, I'll just put that behind me. I'll stop stressing about that. I'll stop worrying about me because I know that I'm doing what I need to do now. Whereas it was, it was causing him a fair bit of stress over the last five years because he wasn't sure what am I on track, am I not, should I be doing more, should I be doing less, my advisor's not really giving me the information that I need. So it was it was an interesting window into that where we haven't actually really changed anything yet, but already his peace of mind is is much higher because he knows that there is a clear pathway, a clear progression. Yep. In wrapping up, uh, for all of our listeners out there, I would just also remind you that you can... Um, bring forward one of your own topics or if yeah. you want us to uh, speak about uh, anything in particular. If, you, if you're thinking, this Dallas bloke always comes up with these weird out there things about psychology of money <laughs> and all these odd, like, oh, I just want nuts and bolts and talk about this thing. <laughs> email us and let us know. Uh, email us at podcast at mo50.com.au. We'd be certainly um, we'd be certainly happy to hear from you. Yeah. Um, we have had some listener questions. We really enjoy those. Yeah. So if you, if there is any topic well, that well, you want to about discuss, it when you get a listener question, you know there's at least one person who really likes that, who yeah. really is going to listen to that episode. So yeah. you've got a guaranteed audience of one. And 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 while we're on the topic of listeners, um, our listener number has been growing, and we thank you all for your support. We love doing this podcast. We've we've always said that one listener. If there was one listener, then we would still do this podcast because we we enjoy yeah. it. Um, we have many, many more than that, and the numbers are growing, but we really, really want to get the word out there. So if you could please leave us a review on your podcast app. Um, uh, the the quick one, the quick way to do it is just click on five stars <laughs> and then submit, and then uh, that, that really uh, helps us yeah, uh, get, in front, uh, get in front of more people. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.